Good morning, everybody. What is going on? We are back again with another episode of the South Florida Gamers Podcast. I am your host, Silverback Senpai, and you already know across the table from me is none other than my co-host, Waluigi. Good morning, fellow gamers. How's it going? Oh, wow. It's been a week. (laughs) Time's been going by so slow. (laughs) It's been going by pretty quick for me. So with that said, we would like to introduce our guest, Dreadnought from DK Battle Lounge. Morning, morning, everybody. How you doing? Doing good. How's it going, brother? Man, it's early morning, but we chilling, man. We chilling. Yeah, Absolutely. Cool. You already know this episode of the podcast is available on all audio hosted platforms except SoundCloud. Not except SoundCloud because their monetization suck. So with that being said, we're gonna go ahead and talk about our guest today. So we have our tradition here at the podcast where we like to ask our guests for the very first time when they step on the podcast, what is what got them into gaming? Like we want to know that gaming background, that gaming origin story that got you into gaming. Like how what was the come up like? Like how did you get into video games? So okay. the you know the mic is all yours. Got you, got you. Um, well, hello, hello everybody. I'm DK. I go by Dreadnought. Um, I hosted DK's Battle Lounge. Um, that question, you know, it holds, you know, it holds weight with me because I have two older brothers, right? And I used to always admire watching my older brothers um, play games and they had friends over and stuff like that. I was the younger one. I'm the uh, youngest of three. I understand that feeling. Yeah. And, um, but I remember, you know, uh, my eldest brother, he would, he would have some friends over. They'll play N64, Diddy Kong Racing, GoldenEye. And it's such a fun time, you know? The whole works, right? Yes. D- Doritos and Mountain Dew, right? Other classics. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, you know, I just observed as an as a outsider wanting to be in, and I thought it was so fun, right? So um, outside of not necessarily being able to play because my level of understanding wasn't quite there, um, what happened was, you know, when they would leave, I would hop on the N64 and I'm playing Pokemon <laughs> Stadium. I'm training in the mini games. I'm playing Smash Bros, learning how to recover to the stage. I'm playing GoldenEye, trying to fight the Golden Gun, right? Ah, uh, yes. So I'm doing all these different things, and and um, it really uh, it really got me into gaming because I, I realized, oh shoot, this is a whole world. You know what I'm saying? It's a whole universe. Oh, I understand completely. Yeah, yeah. So um, the same friends that my older brother used to play with. Um, they they got really deep into MMOs. Really? Right? Like, I'm talking about, you know, Cabal, Fly for Fun. Uh, never really got into WoW, you know, World of Warcraft, but, like, they got really deep into MMOs. And so that was what I was exposed to. And huh. the other other friend used to play a lot of fighting games, right? So I was there emulating Street Fighter Two Turbo, trying to play Ken, trying to figure out the combos on the keyboard and this, that, and the third. So that was my debut to gaming, you know, really observing my older brothers playing the N64, having such a great time, local co-op, um, just having nights out with the, with the homeboys. And those friends that I now looked up to um, in the gaming realm, you know, they were playing MMOs, they were playing fighting games, they were playing shooting games, and that's what I got into, you know? Okay. Damn, cool. Okay. So I want to ask you this then. Tell me. Give us your top three gaming consoles of all time oh, growing gosh. up. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. There are no wrong answers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, sure. 
So it's not going to be all home consoles for me, right? Like, because being the youngest of thir- or three kids, mm-hmm. um, I wasn't always the one to get the home console. So um, I definitely say, like, up there, top one, like, DS Game Boy, right? Ooh. I'll probably put DS, right? Because I was a little bit more attached to that one, right? So the whole DS library, the 3DS library, I'll group them together. But, you know, you got some of the greatest Pokemon titles. You got some of the greatest RPGs. You got the remake of Chrono Trigger. A oh, whole bunch yeah. of stuff, right? Oh, yeah. That. Yeah. So DS, for sure, number one. Uh, I'm a Nintendo guy, so, you know, that's, that's the move. Um, the next one, man. man. Uh, PS2. Yes. Yes. That's a good choice. Yes. Yeah. That's the that's the golden era, right? Yeah. Um, one of my favorite genres for video games is RPGs, and you can't beat PS2 for RPG. Oh no, you can't. You, you know, what absolutely, I'm like, you cannot. Rogue Galaxy, Final Fantasy X, like some of the greatest RPGs of all time, have graced PS2 and have been remade and remade and remade. Um, outside of just like the local co-op like masterpieces, right? Right. Um yes. NBA Street Volume 2. Yeah. I haven't heard anyone say this yet actually. Yeah, that's true. Listen, if you grew up around during my era or during my time, like especially during my high school years like NBA Street 2, uh, NBA um Street 2 and NFL Street those were the go-to games. For sure. Those were the go-to games because you would have everybody at your house playing. Those yep. were the go-to games and you have like four guys in in the living room playing NBA Street. Another four guys in another room <laughs> playing um, fucking NFL Street and whatnot. And yeah. then you, another room, you have some people playing Def Jam. Like Fuck. that's Fuck. why that era, especially with the PS2, it was it was awesome. Yeah, it was great. It was great. Yeah, that was like when EA actually made like really good games. Yeah. E- EA big. E- yes, EA sure. big. I'm yes. so sorry to be disrespectful. But yeah, that's not the only time. Yeah. I mean, they had some great games. Um, some of them I wasn't too fond of, right? Because, you know, mind you, I didn't have the PS2 my older brother did, right? right. So I would see, like, PS2 through his library. And also my barbershop, like, in the corner, they had a CRT and a PS2 and, a, and like, a little selection of games. So, we'll, you know, when I'm at cool. the barbershop, we're playing WrestleMania and shit like that, right? But, um, you know, he had Freak Style. I don't know if you ever heard of that game. It's like Freestyle, a dirt Freestyle. bike racing game. Oh. Sort of like SS Tricky in a way. Right? But it was yes. with dirt bikes. You know, that was a dope game. SS Tricky was another one. Yeah, um, I, yeah I remember that. Um, it's outside of PS2, but it's the same what, it's yeah. the same it's the same generation. Uh, I know about Jet Set Radio. Jet Set yes. Yeah, yes. Jet Set Radio. Classic. That's a banger. Yeah. Um so that's my number two, PS two. It, it, it's fitting, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Um, I can't get can't can't deny that. Third, man, like if I'm being realistic. Third would have to be like Nintendo Switch, man. Really? Switch. You know, that's a new one. It doesn't yeah. miss a beat. That's you know the whole mission point. to port everything to Nintendo Switch? Yeah. Like it doesn't miss a beat. Like all the games that you would ever want to play for the rest of the time is on the Nintendo Switch. And it's portable, it's a home console. It has the couch co-op games like Mario Kart and Smash Bros. That's true. It has, you know. It's one of the most full-fledged consoles to, you know, be in modern day. Um, I can agree with the versatility. Yeah. You and know, the fact they just opened source recently with more, like, Nintendo, like, 64. Right, exactly. Super Nintendo. Like, Come they're on. actually adding more into it's, it. It's a cumulative, 
console. It has all the experiences yeah. in one. Respected that even though it is subscription-based, it actually has the opportunity to play those games. Like, hey, you can at least play them for Absolutely. a certain price. Absolutely. And a lot of times, you know, um, the, the older consoles, once it's outside of their, you know, their cycle, you start looking into modding. And the modding of a Switch is insane. It's man. crazy. Yes. It's terrifying. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I mean, I think that console is, is overlooked because it's, it's really, truly great. All right, well said, well said. All right, so that being said, and you already, of course, you already told us your um your genres of your games or whatnot. Oh yeah, for sure, definitely. So, w during which time of your gaming um, era were you like, like this for you? It was like your peak era. For me, it was of course the PS2 era. That was like my peak era of gaming. So for you, what was like your peak era of gaming? Wh whether it's like between. Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, that's that era. Then you have the N64, PlayStation, and I believe the Dreamcast, if you want to include right. that as well. Then you have PS2, Xbox, GameCube, then PS3, Xbox 360, and now the previous era is PS4, Xbox One. I would include PC because I would say... In the PS3, Xbox 360, 360 era, PC gaming wasn't at its peak, mm -hmm. unless you're like playing um, MMORPGs. But right. I would say like PC really started um, grow to their peak from like last gen, where it's with PS4, Xbox One, and then PC. Because I agree. I remember, and I'm pretty sure everyone remembers the E3 um, conference, the Xbox One conference. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, that disaster. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's when a lot of people who were on Xbox, it was like, you know what? I'll get a PS4 and a PC. And a PC, yeah. And that's when you start seeing the number of people, you know, gaming on PC started to rise. For sure. And now we are in this era where it's PS5, X-Series, you have the Switch, and now also, of course, PC as well. So for you, what would be, like, your golden era? Gotcha. Um, that's a good question, right? Because like I said, like, you know, my, my start was on a lot of PC games, right? Like, mm -hmm. you know, weird, obscured MMOs, right? But I'd say in terms of, like, my, my golden era, that would be, like, GameCube. You know, the GameCube time. Yeah. That is a good era. Yeah. yeah. Really good I, era. I have really fond memories and just, like, constant repetition of playing these games. You know, like, um, I would play Soul Calibur 2, Sonic Adventure Battle 2. I would play, you know, um, uh, Double Dash with my brother. You know, like... A lot of those games are ingrained in what I know, like even some of those soundtracks, right? The soundtrack from Most Wanted, the soundtrack from um, NBA Street Volume 3. Like I know those soundtracks quick, right? So they're ingrained in what I know and what I, you know, treasure as video game history and lineage. So I'd say, you know, the GameCube, um, what's adjacent to the GameCube, PS2 and Xbox? Xbox, uh, yeah. Yeah, Xbox so I would say that, that for sure. Um, and I think, you know, when I look back to my, my top list of games, you know, especially the most impactful games, you know, I would say like Melee and things like that, um, it comes from that era. So, yeah. And it's weird, you know, like, and I, I got, you know, the reason why I mentioned my brothers so much because, you know, I got to give it up to them because, you know, if we're being realistic here, right, um, 
my, my prime time should have been like, you know, just uh, by age, my prime time should have been PS3, Wii and Xbox 360. Yeah. Cause you yeah. know, that's when I was, that's when I was mingling with my friends and you know, I was, I was in that age group to be really exploring gaming like that to its fullest potential. But you know, I was exposed to, you know, uh, that was the last era before online. Yeah. Right. So yeah, I was exposed nice. to the last generation before online really took over. Right. And I think it's a whole different like ballpark when you talk about online Call of Duty, you know, online competitions. It's a whole different ballpark. So I, I, uh, I hold uh, GameCube, what, Gen 5? Generation 5, I think. I hold that, I hold that generation pretty, uh, pretty dear for sure. I don't blame him because I, I was in that generation too. And I was very active in that generation because, yeah, I was also playing GameCube as well with some of the RPGs that they had, um, Fire Emblem. For sure. Um, oh, my God. Is it, um, Sky, Skies of Arcadia? They had a little port over there to GameCube. Bro, there, there, there oh, just, yeah. there's just so many games. I'm just trying to remember. But, you know, my, my age is telling. My age is showing. So, yeah. yeah. I was playing, like, the, uh, what was it? I was playing the on like not an online version, but more of like a uh, free moving version of Yu-Gi-Oh back then on the GameCube. Oh, I remember that. that I remember just, that. Like, you had your option of choosing which Egyptian god are you with, the character you're playing, how it's set, and it's just like very 3D. Okay. Like that era of gaming, like anyone, especially around my age, would say like that would that, before online gaming took effect, like that was like the highest peak of gaming that you could possibly ever get. Absolutely. Because of the fact that you had a bunch of wonderful games, like a lot compared to, you know, what we have now. Granted, yeah, gaming is good now, but solid. we didn't have to do, uh, you know, microtransactions. Nope. Um, DLCs. DLCs and whatnot. <laughs> like, hey, if the game was like, if there was like a glitch or a bug, hey, you just had to deal with it. It was Bro. like, or they had to make a new game back then. Oh yeah, and yeah, and make another game like okay, we got to make another game like you know maybe six, eight months down the road to you know patch that up or whatnot. Mm -hmm. But um, I would definitely say around that time, like that was the best time to game because I remember most of my friends we would have, most of us would have a PS2 or a GameCube, and maybe a few of us we would have an Xbox. Like it was mandatory around your crew to have these consoles. And then of course it was also mandatory to have these games because it's like, bro, if you're not playing this game, then it's just like, bro, you missing out. If you ain't playing yeah. Need for Speed Most Wanted, like bro, yeah, you, you missing out. If you ain't playing NFL Street, then you know, I'm gonna come to your house and I'm gonna beat your ass in this game <laughs> yeah. because hey, you ain't had the game, you, you ain't practiced. Yeah, that's on you. True. Yeah, <laughs> so, so, so it was mandatory. Like we made it mandatory, like bro, we're gonna have this game, this game, this game. If we didn't have that game, then we'd be like, all right, let me borrow it. I'll let you borrow another game. Yep. And that's another thing. Do, do people still borrow? Let other people borrow games? Nah, not, not, not as often, man. Not as often. Damn. Because and that and that's where game share. You can game share, but I feel like people aren't sharing experiences with games like uh, that. Everybody's yeah. so you know kind of in their niche of what they like to experience yeah. that they're not sharing those experiences. Like, yo, check out God of War real quick. Play that game. Come back a few months. Let me get it back. Yeah. Um, they're not. It, it, that's not really happening. You know. Um, it's a shame, man. And I, and, I, and, I feel, and I feel for the young generation that they don't, don't have get, that. They don't get to experience that. Like, bro, but they, don't, they don't understand. They man. barely play consoles, bro. That's what I noticed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The young, the young generation, man, like the real youth, they're playing phone games, tablet games. Or, you know, they just watch other people play games. 
which is which is fair. Yeah, which is it. fair. I'm not I'm yeah, not gonna is. knock that, right? You can't knock that at all. Um, because that's how you learn, right? How else is a how else is a seven year old gonna learn what the Super Nintendo is, right? That's true. But um, they don't even have the interest because these these aren't these you know mobile games are so quote unquote fun. They don't even have the interest in consoles. No and more. then of course it's also free. Yeah, barrier entry, man. That's yep. true. I, you telling me I gotta come off from work, take my kid to GameStop. He gotta go look at this wall. Find some game that he liked, and then I gotta pay my. Come on, yeah, go download that app real quick. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, like you don't, you just don't go to a GameStop anymore. It's like, oh yeah, mom, this game might be M, but all my friends play it. Yep. <laughs> and then a parent just buys a game. You don't do that anymore. You could just download it off a credit card. Facts. The, the cashier can uh, can uh, convince you otherwise. <laughs> that is true. Yep. Things have changed. Things have changed, but I always, I always tell like you know people that are you know ex you know extremely young, like especially if they're like you know 15 or younger. I was like, you know, if there's a place that has like retro consoles, play it. Yeah, of course the graphics don't look up to date. Doesn't look up to par. It's blocky as shit. But understand that we as gamers, we had to use our imagination to make it feel like you know this is the best shit ever. Like we were playing yeah. literally the best game ever, and for, it's for me. I would say when I was playing Super Mario 64 for the first time, and I'm like, I, f I forgot how old I was. I think I was uh, maybe like 12 years old or whatnot. I was like, I was blown away by the graphics because I've never played a 3D open world Mario game. Like that, that, that that's unheard of. Now, right. if you were to tell a kid like, if you were to tell a kid that now, they'd be like, eh, okay, cool. I'm just like, man. It don't look like Odyssey. Yeah, exactly. Can't, can't throw my hat. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, get, I get that though. I like, get that. Even playing Mortal Kombat as a kid, like, wow, these people getting hurt look so real. Yeah. The realism in, in some games, and I was going to say Mortal Kombat, is, um, is pushing it further and further away from kind of like that, that use of imagination. Yeah. You don't have to use any nowadays, man. The Last of Us, when you play Last of Us, it's cut dry. You know your characters, you know how they look like, you know the story, everything is there for you. You don't have to use any interpretation. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of games, a lot of AAA titles right now are just like that. So, you know, that's a good point. Kind of, kind of sucks, man. That's why I like Nintendo. They keep the, they keep the essence. Yeah. They keep yeah. The essence I, I, I can't blame them. Granted, their online, yeah, is, no. you know, extremely abysmal. For sure, for sure. But, yeah. but when it comes to like the nostalgia factor, keeping the tradition of, you know, with of gaming, like Nintendo got that. Yeah. And, you know, they're making, you know, some strides here and there to improve it, to bring some of the games that were back from the old past that we loved and enjoyed, slowly bringing them in, slowly introducing a new, the new generation. With of network the, playing? Yeah, exactly. Wow. To be like, hey, here are some games that we used to enjoy when we were your age and you get to play them. Granted, yeah, as I said before, the graphics going to look blocky, it's going to look wonky or whatnot, but this is what we had to play on consoles back then that we would have to go out and buy or um, get the cartridge and go. Yeah. <laughs> Even though we weren't we weren't supposed to, but it worked anyway. Right. Exactly. Or cotton swabbing the alcohol. Bro, yes. 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 Yeah. I did that recently, like five or six years ago. I used to do that just because I found an old console and I'm like, let me see if this worked in games. Yeah. I discovered that at the age of like. 21 and I was just fucked up. I, was, <laughs> I, I thought I'd seen it all. I'm like, people are supposed to do this? Yeah. <laughs> Man, 
man, it's um, yeah, it's something about it, man. Oh, yeah, kind of, kind of miss it. You know, I do. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember like when I was younger, getting the like Game Boy cartridges, and you just have the instructions and such. Yeah, they came with the box that you open. People now preserve them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I found so much joy as a kid destroying that box. Yes, before Thank we got you. home. Yeah, like I'm coming out of I'm coming out of Toys R Us to Target. And I'm destroying that. Yeah, box. now you see people grave them of acrylic. Yeah, man. They put like an acrylic slab onto them. This is a grade ten. This may cost like ten thousand dollars. <laughs> if I knew, if I knew. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> like, bro, I could have saved me so many boxes and kept the yeah. game in mint condition to the point where it's just like, bro, I could sell this for how much? An original, uh, uh, original copy of any Pokemon game. Oh, you yeah. up? Yes. Up. Yeah. I'm telling you. Oh yeah, definitely. All right. So with that being said, with our next topic, we gotta ask you: What are your current thoughts on the state of gaming? Oh. Um. Man. <laughs> I understand this. Yeah. <laughs> um, we yeah you got to take a minute on that one. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. no, you got to process everything. Right, right. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. And since I'm so involved in it right now, um, there's a lot of thoughts that come. Uh, I love gaming. I love gaming as it is now, right? Um, my, one of my favorite things, though, currently is not, it's not a game or a game mechanic or whatever. I think it's people watching people play games. I just think that's amazing, right? Like yeah. I think the influence of what Twitch and game streaming and YouTube gaming has done for the gaming industry is incredible. Um, I think, you know, some of like the viewership numbers that League of Legends championships and Capcom Cup championships get yeah. is just like absolutely incredible. So I, I, I love like that video games Contrary to the beliefs of people outside of the industry and, you know, outside of the, the interest of the of um, gaming, contrary to their beliefs, video games is a spectator, you know, spectator event, spectator sport. Yeah. Um, and that's what I like currently. Like, that's a really good thing. That's a really good um, direction for gaming to take. Um, in terms of actual gameplay and, and, and how the people are in the community and, and, and how the games are taken, um, it's it's a mixed bag, yeah. For sure, it's a mixed bag, right? You mentioned something earlier, microtransactions. Yeah. Um, especially in our realm when it comes to the FGC, oh, you know, wow. that's a huge like difference we just experienced, right? We're coming from Street Fighter Four, Super Street Fighter Four, Ultra Street Fighter Four, where they release new games it's and like give you like a significant um, update to now where we have seasons, like a service game. And you get these seasons and you get these seasons and, you know, you get these balance passages that change the whole game. And it's different, costs more, Yeah. right? If it's warranted, I'm not too mad at that cost, but, you know, sometimes it's not so warranted. But, you know, that's a huge difference that we're experiencing. Um, so, you know, not necessarily positive or negative, but, you know, that, that whole microtransaction or, you know... Um, kind of preying on the gamer's pocket a little bit. It's oh, yeah, a, yeah, definitely. It's a lot odd. Especially if you ever want to buy the regular edition of a game or the ultimate edition with all the DLC or wait till the DLC comes back or the season pass. What I do like with Street Fighter Six is how they have rentals or, like, rental tickets to play dope a idea. character for an hour and yeah. see how you like it. I like that. I like that. That is definitely dope. Yeah. I will say for, for me, 
of course, you know, microtransactions, I, I, to me, I, I feel like it should be done away. Unless it's, if it's in a game that's free to play, fine, I don't mind it. But if it's a game that I had to drop 60 to now $70 and y'all got microtransactions yeah. and it's with cosmetic items or whatnot, I'm like, bro, why? Like, why can't we just play the game for hours and hours and hours on end and unlock these skins in these games or whatnot? Or earn them. Or Exactly, or, yeah. or earn them. Having some kind of way to earn them is, I think, the middle ground, yeah. right? Because, yeah, I don't think anybody's going to be angry at the fact that we have more options, yeah. yeah, right? You know, a quick example I can pull from is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Street Fighter VI, but each costume costs $17, right? Yeah. You know, the same way that somebody might rock uh, a Louis Vuitton bag or, you know, like some designer um, pieces of clothes um, that cost an extravagant amount, that's their options and that's what they opted for, yeah. right? So there's gonna be plenty of people that are happily paying that fee to play their favorite turtle, you know what I'm saying? And nobody's mad at the option, but the middle ground, because we like the grind. Yeah. Like that, that's what gamers do. Like we, we love gaining XP, we love leveling up, we love the grind, so give us that little, that little incentive that we can work towards and that's going to be the middle ground between striking the balance of a microtransaction and, you know, something that we can work towards. So, I mean, like, you know, I don't, you know, it's a lot of money being made, so I don't think they're going to do away with it. But Exactly. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's the move. And with, and with that being said, like, a lot of money being made and they're not going to do away with it. I look at games like Madden, FIFA, NBA <laughs> 2K, and I'm just like, bruh. The fact that y'all release these games yearly and y'all have microtransactions and then the content that people bought and paid for don't transfer over to the next game because all it is is just roster updates. Maybe y'all include maybe a small little new feature every now and then. And I'm just like... Or somebody I, that just got drafted. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, and I remember I was on, I was, you know, scrolling on Instagram or whatnot, and there was a video of a person that, uh, I forgot his name, but um, he made he made the argument that games like that, like FIFA, Madden, NBA 2K, those games should be free to play because of, yeah. the, because of those microtransactions. And not only that, it comes out every year. So you could have just made the game like, hey. Service game. Exactly. Yeah. But it's just like. With gamers, they're gonna you know they're gonna keep buying it. They're gonna keep playing it. So it's like oh, 100%. the developers in the company, they'll be like, well, if people won't keep buying it, and and we keep making millions, we're gonna keep doing it. Yeah, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? Like when was the first yearly iteration of those games started, right? Like you know, I there's people with fond memories of what Madden '95. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, yeah. these yep. games date very far back, very, right? So now very far back. So now. When you're looking at it like, all right, cool, of course, I can, I can just release 2K, NBA 2K, right? No year, and just continuously update it every season in the actual sport, right? I could do that, but why? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm a business. I'm a company. I'm a multi-million dollar company, all right? There's no reason for me to do that. Exactly. It was like, yo, we we finna we finna get that you know sixty bucks out of y'all yeah. this year. Regardless. Plus VC. <laughs> yeah, like, we, we we finna get all of this. Y'all gonna buy these microtransactions? Guess what? We are gonna give it to you, give it to you again next year. Different game, 
and yeah, all the shit that you bought on this game, yeah, um, it, it ain't, it ain't going to transfer over. That's all, true. Also, so, the fact that it's like mystery, like booster boxes or gambling right, and stuff. Right. Like people would try to be grinding for Messi, Ronaldo, right. Tom Brady, or some shit like that. For sure. So for sure. Christ. I think there's a little bit of uh, excitement in the release, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, the same excitement that you get for the release of a, a new movie. That's true. Like a new Transformers, new Spider-Man. Yeah. You get that same excitement when Kobe's on the cover of 2K. You yeah, get that yeah. same excitement when there's another, like, huge release of one of your favorite sports games. Right? So there's power in anticipation of a release. Right? Because, you know, those rollouts are they're nice. And not many companies can, can rival, you know, the sports games rollouts when it comes to video games. So I think there's a little bit of power in the release, you know? Yeah, definitely. I just wish that, hey, if you all want me to come back for Madden, because I used to play Madden and I stopped after 2007, because that was like my graduation year and, you know, everyone's going their separate ways. And I was getting more into um, action games and I was also getting more into um, fighting games as well. I was like, all right, I think I'm done with Madden because Everyone that I used to play Madden with, they done went their separate ways. I done went full full into Def Jam. And yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm done. I'm done with Madden. And I was like, you know what? I want to try to come back. And I'm just like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I'm good. I, I, I see how they treating y'all. I was like, nah, I'm good. I, I'll stay where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nah. If they, now, if they bring back um, NFL Street, That's you'll different. get me back. You'll That's get different. me back. Yeah. But, that would be interesting to see. You'll I don't. I, I don't know how. Free. I don't know how they would capture the same essence, though. That is true. Uh, did you play home home court home style? P- it was the it was the last NBA Street on PS3. A little bit more realistic graphics called home court. Nah, I've right. So like it's reminiscent of like you know Street Fighter, uh, uh, Street Volume Two and NBA Jam a little bit. That game it lost all like it lost the whole vibe. Of street, right? And it, mm. it ended with that. Like it, the, the fire just <laughs> it completely uh, extinguished. Um, so I don't know if, if if they do it again, right? With graphical improvements, with um, game improvements. Like I don't know if they would capture the same. Yeah. Same vibe. Yeah, I, I feel that. And I and that was and I was the, I was the same way with um, Def Jam when they when they made um, Def Jam Icon. I was yeah. like, okay, you know, new game for the next gen console, whatnot. I like the graphics or whatnot. Cool. Play the game. I was like, bro, what the fuck yeah. is this dog shit? Yeah, this ain't it. This ain't it. Like, bro, y'all had y'all had the formula right with Fight for New York, and then you go to Icon, you're just like... Even, even Vendetta, bro. Like, I know Vendetta doesn't get God. much love, but they had two examples of great games that you just... Yeah. Man, nah. Yeah, like, they, they, they fumbled I, so I'm wondering if they're actually going to make a game. Another game for uh, Def Jam. I don't think so. I don't think so. Nah, I mean that. I think that license licensing agreement is gone somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, shit. pain. Yeah, because um, because when I thought about it and I looked at and I'm thinking about um, Def Jam Fight for New York and Vendetta, uh-huh. I was like, okay, if they were to make another one, and especially with how streaming has become very mainstream, there's gonna be a, like a lot of you know copyright issues or whatnot because you're playing the game with another um person's music in the background. Or I'm a I'm gonna keep it a buck though. The rap industry back then and the rap industry right now. It's two different people. It's two different breeds. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Who, who's going to be the crow? 
you know, who's who, who's gonna be Snoop, who's gonna be, you know, Red Man. Like, there's there's no personnels, no personas in our current rap game. Yes, that's yeah, gonna play those that, roles, right? Yeah. You, you so right, it's 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 just not feasible. You know what I'm saying? You take you take the top hundred. I don't get, I don't care who's in your hundred. You take the top hundred hip hop artists. You know what I'm saying? It it's not gonna create a, a compelling roster. No, no, I agree. It, it's yeah. gonna be a eyesore in all honesty. I agree, because I now, remember seeing that argument on Twitter, and I'm like, bro, compared to what we have now versus back then, it's just like I, I, I wouldn't even want it. Yeah, I wouldn't even want it because it's like it's not gonna hit the same because they captured that magic back then when we had a lot of good talent. Whether you had people that was you had rappers from you know from the south, you had rappers from up north or to, towards the west or whatnot. Like you had a good variety, like, yeah. and you could bop to anybody's music too. For sure. For sure. Compared to now, it's just like, nah. It's, 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 uh, nah. We've we've made a we made a little transition into um, you know, uh, some of my favorite artists too, but like you know, Kanye and Pharrell, they kind of made it okay not to do the whole gangster rap. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And like, what that was what '05 to like '09. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. During, yeah. during that transition, now we, you know, the whole gangster rap thing has kind of been you know thrown out the window. So. The whole roster of Def Jam Fight Fan, why everybody's, you know, big and bad, you know, like kind of kind of putting on this, you know, whether putting it on or living it. But, you know, they're putting on this kind of, you know, um, character. The facade. Yeah. But now it's like that. It died <laughs> severely. Yeah. Nah, <laughs> nah I, I agree. But I would love to see like, you know, you know outside of Def Jam or whatever, right? I would love to see, like, a musician fighting game. That would be dope. I know it would be defamatory, but, um, like, oh, some of the all-time great musicians. like oh, okay. Michael I was going to say, I'm like, there's God of Rock technically, but it's not. I wouldn't really count it. Ah, uh, yeah. I like that game, by the way. <laughs> but um, not necessarily a rhythm game, though. Like, I mean, like a WrestleMania oh, kind of game. Better. Yeah. But with musicians, like, Michael Jack busting some moves. You got Buddy with the guitars just smashing in your head. Like, all, all musicians, because... Thing with Def Jam is it's just rappers, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Um, like that would be dope to me, but that's gonna have to be some Mugen or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> it definitely. It sounds like a Mugen because the last thing I want to see is like Beethoven write like how he's just gonna like have a symphony of beating your ass. Facts, facts. <laughs> All right. Um, our next topic. Um, you had to be there moments, so. On every episode or any episode that we have with a new guest, we always ask them, what are some moments in gaming that, like, yo, you had to be there when this happened? And Damn. Damn. we've had lots of plenty. We had plenty of stories. Some online, was, offline. Online, offline, some relatable ones. But what was, like, a moment in gaming that was just like, like, bro, you had to be there to experience that. So, um. That's hard, right? Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not gonna be able to pick a particular moment. Um, but what comes to mind for me, man, like, and especially because it's kind of gone, right? Um, I remember coming, like, so E3, yeah, right. Ooh. E3, yeah. in general, was like right there when summer break from school started. You know what I'm saying? Like they would have the whole three day showcase. Each, yep. each uh, company would have their own display of what they doing. And that would be like right as you get out of school. So, you know, summer just starts, you got that major excitement, you coming home, you watch the convention. Um, you had to be there to experience that. 
right? Like I wasn't at E3, but I was experiencing the the at home excitement, the excitement oh, with my yeah. friends. Yes, you know, like that. It's kind of gone, you know. Uh, Summer's Game Fest and Game Awards, all right, cool. But E3 was a different, like, completely different thing. Yeah, it was a, it was a different beast. It, during, it was all over the place. Like there was hard to keep up with certain consoles. Oh, the new updates, sure. new introductions. What's gonna pop up next summer? Right. But but there were so much small things to that experience, you know, like um I don't know if y'all ever watched G four. Yeah. yeah. The channel G four that would cover you I know, do like, like recap. <laughs> yeah. Um the yeah, I used to get uh game informer magazines come Same. through with the with yeah. the recap from it. Um IGN was in its earliest earlier stages during that time. So like there were so, so, so kind of smaller intricacies of that experience and what would, you know, go into it. Um I think, you know, if you haven't experienced the excitement around the E3, um, that's something that you just had to be there for, right? Um, Definitely. And uh, now, now, now that I'm in the, you know, FGC and I'm really invested in it, um, I think major tournaments are, oh are an absolute, like, experience. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, there's nothing like it, right? You know, people... People with their own interests would love to, you know, um, uh, correlate something to it, right? You know, it might be like a, you know, typical convention or, you know, it might be like a, a regional TCG event, but there's nothing like a major FGC tournament. There's nothing like it. So, you know, I implore you if you've never been to one, yeah. Or at least watch one. Shit, man. I would, so. say, I would say, like, um, why would you, like, Watching one, it's fun, it's, and it's good, but it's just like you you won't get that energy when you're like in that Facts. environment. Like the Facts. energy is like, yeah, you're at home, you're watching, you have a good time. When you're there, and you know, you and I, we've oh yeah, I meant for people that are like before they even go to one, at least try to get know what you're getting yourself into. Fair enough. Yeah, and Fair it's enough. just yeah. like it's oh yeah, it's, it's everywhere. It's just like you can just be completely immersed in this environment and be like, bro, I can play whatever against anyone and just have a good time. Literally. Yeah. yeah. And the excitement when you're watching the matches, when you're watching people on, you know, playing and whatnot, and it's a really close set, you, like, you can feel that excitement. You can feel the... In, the uh, intensity, in a The way. intensity, yes. There we go. Thank you. For sure. Like it, it's it's nothing like that before. It's it's nothing like that. Granted, yeah, you have your locals, you have some intense and hot sets, but at a major, it's like a hundred times. You see it live yeah. in public. Yeah, yeah. it's a hundred times bigger. Hundred like, percent. Just to bring back an episode, we've seen people talk about Evo, like what happened, what went on, the past, the future, how it's seen, mm -hmm. and even like how there were matches that should have been online or like on stream that were off stream, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. Daigo versus uh, Menard. Yeah, uh, like bro. People that watched that publicly and had their cameras all out and screaming, like, that's real hype. That's the intensity right Facts. there. Facts. Facts. Bro, when I saw that, I'm just like, whoever the TO is, <laughs> I need to have a word with you. Be like, bro, <laughs> if that, bro, if I'm there and I'm running Bracken and I see, okay, Daigo and Mena RD, they're, they're about to fight. I'm like, bro. That's a sh yeah. Get put, put that on stream. Put Literally. that on stream. Like no, this that can't that can't just float in pools. You know what I'm saying? You cannot. That cannot float in pools. Like nah, bro. That, that shit gotta go on stream. That was yeah. hilarious when I heard about that. Yeah, bro. I was at home. I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. They allowed this shit to happen, bro. 
Fire to T.O. It's like 2005 YouTube where everything is less than 720, and you're just seeing all these cameras around certain mm. angles. You see people recording this match. Yep, yep. But, yeah, just all that energy and then at an FGC, like, event or a convention or wherever you're at with, yeah. like, some good people or at least meeting new people. It's yeah. a lot of fun. 100%. 100%, bro. Anything that you, you know, you're interested in or you're passionate about. Like, I love music, right? So, you know, I, I, I reckon I can, you know, I've had, it's a little different, but, you know, a similar experience at a music festival, right? Mm-hmm. Um, say, you know, you're watching a live performance of your, some of your favorite musicians, right? And you, you may not have the access that I have to walk up to Punk and talk about his recent match and his tech, but, you know, you, you, you have access right if you wanted to make that opportunity happen for yourself so like anything that you're really passionate invested about when you go to something that just brings the entire culture together it's incredible it's incredible 100 percent. i absolutely agree i agree yeah so i i mean there's there's more had to be there moments you know what i'm saying but i mean i I just can't you know go through my mind and and figure out the the ones but i'd say e3 and 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 majors man like that's what's something crazy you saw the major something crazy yeah um damn what would be crazy shit uh, like a good match, a good fight, something you got yourself into, something you got yourself out of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, there's tons of great matches. That's what that's what that kind of environment breeds. But um, even hosting something, like some people do side tournaments, side brackets. Wait, didn't hold on, didn't Friday you and um, Sukiyoni y'all were talking about um, your your experience at Evo and you um, were like. I was like overhearing it, but I didn't hear the whole thing. But there was a moment where he was like, you know, you screamed out a window of like money matches and people came through. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Explain please, that, bro. Please yeah. Tell us. That. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good experience. That was a good experience. Um, so, yeah, as CEO, actually, um, we, uh, so it's, it's uh, Sunday, right? After, um, after Street Fighter Six Grand Finals, right? So everybody, all the excitement has kind of dwindled. Yeah. So everybody's going back to the hotel, and there's this crazy line. Were you, were you guys in the official hotel? No. Nah. Like the nah? Right. There's this crazy line trying to get up to the elevator. Like, I'm telling you, this line wraps around the entire hotel. So we're like, no way. No way. We're not waiting in that, bro. <laughs> so we're chilling in the lobby, right? We're talking to some cats. We're like, yo, bro, you know, um, I don't think you can stack up to my room. You know, we had a couple guys. Um, and we kind of tangled with the idea of like, yo, what if we just called out money matches right now, <gasps> right? So we're in this line to get into the elevator now because it, it, it's, it's smaller after like 15 minutes, right? It got, it got a lot um, more condensed. So during, in that line, shit, probably 55, 60 people, we're like, yo, money matches, and we called out the room number. It's like 945, <laughs> right? So we called it out like twice. There was like, yo, what game? Or, you know, uh, you ain't serious this and the third. So it was like, all right, cool. You know, we got reactions. And that's really all it was. We weren't thinking that people was going to show up. <laughs> so once we got in the elevator, went to the room, our walk to the room was com- like <laughs> all the way to the end of it, right? Mm-hmm. So the whole walk, we're like, money matches 945, money matches 945. <sighs> Five minutes as we get into the room, we hear, 
right? And we're like, yeah, we don't expect nobody. Low-key, we forgot. Yeah. Forgot we did this shit. <laughs> like, we, we sitting in the room. We're like, damn, how are we going to set up, uh, how we going to set up Strive? You know what I'm saying? Like, we sitting in the room trying to figure shit out. So, forgot. And some, some cat knocks the door. And he was like, yo, I heard those money matches over here. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, real? Somebody came? So, boom. Uh, it was a crew. Actually, it was five cats. They came from South Carolina. Oh, my Mad God. Mad cool. Mad cool, man. Like, I wish I, you know, I wish I knew their names. But, um cool cats they came in and i was like all right boom y'all got five people we got five people room versus room we just keep it you know keep it a buck so i put 20 dollars on the dresser right <laughs> he was like oh yeah put 20 dollars on the dresser. we got 40 dollars right it was like all right time to pick the game right street fighter six of course you know what i'm saying the oh, finals yeah. just ended I know somebody's trying to pick up Blanca, you know? Exactly. <laughs> oh, God. So we play Street Fighter Six. We get absolutely washed, bro. Mind you, T.O., not a competitor, right? <laughs> and, I'm the, and I'm the anchor. Oh, no. I'm the anchor, bro. So we get absolutely washed. We, we barely touch their first person, right? Because, you know, like it's going, you do the set, and then the one person gets eliminated, you do the set. So it's, you know, 5v5, right? Um, absolutely washed. They take our money, right? And the reason why I say these are cool cats because they took the money and bought the room pizza. So they went downstairs, bought some pizza, brought it back up. We run in sets. So at a certain point, mind you, five plus five, that's 10. We ended up with like 15, 16 homies in the, in the, um, oh my God. In the, in the hotel. <laughs> Damn. So now I had to, you know, use my ingenuity and my, my T.O. Uh, hat and I flipped the beds to be like a, be like a bench, no right? Way. So people could sit long way on each side of the beds, right? So we got, you know, they called up the big cats, right? And I called Island, but, you know, that was... Uh, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. We were yeah. all chilling. Yeah, yeah, We were out of it. Because, you know, I, I don't know why people like to talk shit to Island, but, man, they, they got a kick out of it. They was, they was talking madness, they right? Get, people get bored. So they called up some of their friends. They was like, yo, y'all can't touch them. And I was like, shit, I ain't got much friends, but, you know, <laughs> I, know I know some cool guys, right? Um, so, you know, we ended up with like 16, uh, 17 people in the room, and we was just playing Strive, we was playing Melty, we was playing Street Fighter Six. I had four setups. You know, I carried my shit with me. You know what I'm saying? I had four setups in the hotel, and it was, it was such a vibe, man. It was such a vibe. Um, definitely hot. Definitely yes. hot. Yeah, well, you can with, imagine with body heat you and AC not strong yes. enough. Yeah, <laughs> no, it was hot. Yeah, so with body heat plus barely any AC running at 60 degrees, you're most likely gonna get within the 80s and 90s. And with four setups, not PS5s. I'm talking full-fledged PCs. Yeah, Holy nah, it was hot. Shit. Right, but you know, either way, right? You know, you got to bump elbows with you know, uh, Strive champion over here. Uh, French bread champion over there. I'm talking to this guy about MMO. It was like, it was just an absolute moment, right? And, bro, you know, I, for me, like, I always find majors to be a huge networking event. Oh, like, hell, if, yeah, I, hell yeah. if I see somebody, yo, how you doing? Let's talk. Let's chop it up. You buying junk food, uh, junk food arcade um, buttons? Yeah? All right, bet. Let me see how those feels. Let, let, I'm talking. I'm networking. You're interacting. Right. Yeah. But when I'm back at the hotel and I'm, I'm about to get ready to, you know, hop in bed, there's no, like, point in time where I would have 
come across any of those people. So it was a it was a really key moment in 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 that journey. It was cool. It was cool. Yeah. Now I gotta ask this: are you, are you looking to do the same thing in CEO Taku? Absolutely. <laughs> you know what? I'll join. I'll, I'll join. If there's no Islanders, I'll join for sure. <laughs> no, I'm taking it to a different level though. Oh God. Oh, I'm, I'm doing that shit different because you know the hotel is tight. It's hot. Like I'm not really about that. I'm about a real experience. You know, like you know, that's all I'm about. I'm about putting on events and experiences, right? So if I'm able, mind you, see otakus, what, three weeks from now, four weeks from now, but if I'm able to put together, you know, an Airbnb situation, have proper ventilation, you know, get get some drinks, (laughs) maybe have six to eight setups, maybe have some loud music playing, that's like a real house party kind of vibe oh yeah definitely so if i'm able to put that together rather than just some bullshit hotel <laughs> that's what i'm about that's what i'm about yeah but we'll see we'll oh see. yeah definitely you can uh you can hit up dk during seal taku and see what we uh see what we got going on oh that's gonna be a lot of fun especially if mk1 around the corner <laughs> that's it man i'm excited for mk1 i'm not gonna lie same here yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. Yeah. I think they did an interesting change. You know, I was I was talking madness with my brother before before June second, before Street Fighter <laughs> came out, really before it was got announced. You know, really, and I was like, bro, you know, it'd be the coolest shit if Street Fighter was 3D. That he, sounds he, like and he looked at me like, bro, what are you what are you on? That sounds <laughs> like second with extra steps. Yeah, bro. <laughs> but. I thought changing the formula, like something so drastic as making Street Fighter three, and they did it before, but making Street Fighter three D would been would have been incredible. And I think Mortal Kombat has struck the balance of not going that far, but making like a tech and tag tournament kind of style Mortal Kombat with the cameo system. Hey. I think they've fucking knocked that shit out of the park. Yeah, and that's why MK is probably going to be the de facto of the three games coming out. Yeah. Right? I could be wrong. You know what I'm saying? But It is a possibility. I, yeah, I, I, I think it's a high possibility, man. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be the king of, you know, the, the giants that we got coming out. Mm, I, I don't know. Good. Mm. Mm, talk it, to me. Talk to me. It's know. debatable. It, it, it is because when it comes to Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat, of course, they're they're kings in their own retrospect because I grew up with Mortal Kombat. Like that was my first fighting game before I got into Street Fighter. And but I, I respect Street Fighter and its history of the games. I've played their games and I, and I respect it. But it's just like Mortal Kombat is my home. Yeah. But when it comes to like, you know, who's really going to take the crown as, you know, the king of the fighting games? It, it's questionable. It, it, it is because, when, especially when you talk about Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat, it's just like, which for me is just like there are some things that I do like what Street Fighter is doing, but Mortal Kombat is like maybe it's getting there, maybe it's not. And it's not the fact that I'm doubting it. Like I can tell you that Street Fighter Five and Mortal Kombat Eleven, I would say Mortal Kombat was a little was a little bit more better than Street Fighter Five. That's agreeable. Yeah, Absolutely. the whole V trigger yeah. system triggered a lot of people. Now, v, v system was that. previous now previous generation. You had Street Fighter Four and Mortal Kombat Nine. I'm just like, 
those are neck and neck, but yeah, Street they yeah, were those extremely. Are, yeah. yeah, but Street Fighter had more impact though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It had, yeah. It had a hell of a lot of impact. I think I think people would agree upon its impact, but I think MK9 was the re like that was that's what put MK back. Yeah, to its to its glory, you know. Yeah, so. and with MK1, I feel like we're gonna see that. Mm -hmm. And it's just it's just gonna be a clash of the two giants again. Sure. And then of course Tekken, you know, being a king of itself in its own, because you know that's the 3D fighter. Yeah, that's when, a real. When one. you look at all the other 3D fighters, it's just like Tekken always stands out oh, as yeah, the top 100%. one. Sure. Even though you know I do like Virtual Fighter Five, and of course I do like Dead or Alive. You know, Dead or Alive. I, I, I. You know what we forgot to mention? Fatal Fury. That's gonna be like possibly next Yo. year or two years. Yo, I'm hyped for that. I yeah. saw the graphics. What? It looks so much better than the last KOF. Man, oh, I'm, I'm hyped for that, bro. Um, that's just like a secret, like fighting game that most people forgot about. Garu too. Um, but no, a uh, quick observation for for what you were saying, man. They have different key aspects, right? Yeah. And I think one key aspect has been overlooked within, like, the recent culture of gaming. Um, so you look at Street Fighter VI, especially now, right? Yeah. Colorful spray paint, you know, all, all these colors on the screen, right? Um, mm -hmm. Very cartoonish. You know, the graphics are good, but And still it's also very accessible. Very accessible, right? Mm -hmm. So all that color and the cartoonish uh, graphics and the, you know, the suspension of belief of me throwing out, throwing out fireballs and this, that, and the third, uh, it makes it very accessible. It makes yeah. it friendly for any audience. Now, yeah. Yeah. Mortal Kombat on the other side, right? You know, it's more intended for a mature audience, yeah, right? 100%. Throwing knives into your skull and seeing it actually enter your skull with this x-ray vision is pretty violent and probably not, you know, accessible <laughs> to, you know, uh, 11-year-old Jimmy over here, right? Exactly. Um, and then, of course, Tekken is the true martial arts of the three, yeah. right? So if you study, and, you know, and a lot of people do, if you study any martial arts, you're going to mesh with a character that practices your actual style and that's, that's where Tekken comes in because you know it it's a culmination of all you know big martial arts so they have these key aspects right um something that happened though talked about it a little earlier is that little 11 year old Jimmy is no longer being filtered yep he doesn't have GameStop cashier being like do you want to give your kid that M-rated game, that's no longer happening, nope. right? 11-year-old yeah. Jimmy's playing Grand Theft Auto, seeing Franklin's flat, you know, a stomp in a skull, right? Yeah. Yeah. So now Mortal Kombat, um, you know, outside of what it may have should been intended for, is now reaching a new audience, yeah. right? Most people um, have become desensitized. Correct, right? So that's why I think it's still, you know, be it violent and made for a more mature audience, it's not really restricted to that. So that's why I think with its gameplay, sure, we'll see once it comes out, but its gameplay is probably going to be, you know, crowned. That's, that's my little two cents, though. Okay, okay, okay. Because overall, when I think of all these games, man, it's just like, bro, FGC is eating, eating good. That ass. Like, no one's stopping. That yeah. ass. Yeah. And we even talked Project L. Oh, God. <laughs> we, I think we briefly mentioned it, but it does look good. With yeah. the four characters they show, the fact it's tag team. It's a, two, it's a double style, like Smash, which I've never yeah. heard of in a fighting game. 
it's, you it's, never it's, played it's, Street Fighter Cross Tekken? No. No, no. Uh, two individual players. Yeah, you have two individual players. I didn't or know one, that. Or one person playing two characters. What? Ah, in Cross Tekken? No, no, not. Yeah, in Cross Tekken, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's either you can play 2v2 or 1v1, but you're you're using both characters. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So and the same is going to happen with Project L. Okay. Man, people ain't fuck with that game either way. Man. That nah. Is I had that conversation last night, man. Because, um, you know, we, we debuted this new bracket, right? Um, oh, it is scramble mode. Okay. Yeah, I had to look it up just to make sure I'd never played the game. Dope. So, yeah, I, I didn't know that. So, somebody told me but there was a, a Dragon Ball Fighters party mode similar to that as well. But I was talking to, um, uh, you know, uh, Davey Gone Z about a, uh, a couple ideas that we was doing um, at Prodigy. And, and uh, we did the Street Fighter Roulette. Um, this idea I saw, you know, somewhere around in, in, in the FGC. And, you know, you pretty much roll a pair of dice to determine which Street Fighter game you play. <laughs> and then you run the set in that game. Right, and it's like it's like a party thing, right? Yeah, witnessing um, this. Nightbreed won, and he got free entry into the next tournament, right? So you know, just a little fun side event, and we were rethinking about the selection of games, right? Because you know, some of them games are not so you know competitive, yeah. and I was like, bro, yeah, we could do Third Strike, yeah, we can do Street Fighter Four, Street Fighter Five, whatever. You know, people actually played those games, yeah. But I want a wild card, I want cross Tekken. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I want Tatsunoko versus Capcom. I want, yeah. some, I want some wild shit. So, and he was like, man, ain't nobody plays Street Fighter X Tekken. <laughs> nobody play that game. You might find one person that play that, but that's the key. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I, don't want, I don't want you knowing the frame data and the, and the tech in this game. I want you to play some random shit. Exactly. Oh, yeah. But uh, it, it was fun, though, man. That Street Fighter roulette thing. Is, is, I think. It was funny to watch, too, just because, like, they had to roll a dice, and they're like, oh, Street Fighter... Not the third strike. Not the third strike. Playing second impact. It's oh, like you damn. can't you can't parry this now, can you? <laughs> Chummy's not even in this game. And you can't Fuck. even air block. I was crying of laughter. Yeah. <laughs> because like the reactions of either it's really good or really bad, mm-hmm. and you see people struggling with movements. True. True. But it, there's something I've learned, man. And you know, FGC. <laughs> yeah, we're just putting the chat on oh, the screen. Chat. Buff Dawson. Of course, Herb says this. this really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, street fighter. You know, so, something um something I realized there, man, is like you know the people that you know will consistently be on top in those kinds of things. You know, like yeah. the randomized game, the randomized bracket are those really strong fighting game players. Yes. And I'm not talking about your specialists. I'm not talking about you know your your top. Street Fighter Six player, your top, you know, Mortal Kombat one player, right? I'm talking about overall, the love for fighting games, the fundamentals, the, the core of what it takes to beat your opponent and best your opponent. Those people would consistently come out on top in a bracket like that, and I love that. That's I love that. Actually, sounds, does sound like a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. Okay. Oh my God, I can. I can imagine just someone just like choosing between all these fighting games. It's just Capcom versus SNK. I, I like that game too, man. That groove system. I would love to see another one. Yeah, yeah another Capcom versus SNK. I, I feel like it I want another cross touched. game. Any cross game, you know what I'm saying? But I, I feel like SNK is the the one that makes the most sense. Yeah. Since it they're doing makes shit. Makes 100% you know? sense. Yeah. Sam Show and uh, KOF 15 was, was great games. So. Oh, yeah. I played Sam Show as well. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, you did tell me, bro. Yes. Shit. Sam Show Arc. <laughs> but Nightbreed's a real chef, actually. Oh, real? Yes, he actually. Oh, let me see that, man. He plays biking. Ah, yeah, that makes sense. Plays any game that has biking. Even Strive. Nah, Nightbreed said he don't play Strive no more. He's like, he's done with that game. He retired. In quotations. He started. Everyone retires. <laughs> Everyone retires and decides to come back like, oh, yeah. yeah I guess ooh, you wonder yeah. where I've been. That, that's why I can't wait when Season, season 3 drops. Because yeah. I'm like, the people that said that, yo, yo, I'm done with this game, Season 3 drops, character got some new changes. We're like, you know what? I might come back for one more game. I got, yeah. I they, got they, one they more came back, me. They came back for milk. Like, they were just ready. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's a perfect time, you know, um, not to go too deep into it, but Leffen performance at C uh, at Evo mm-hmm. was kind of indicative of the competitive meta of that game, and I think it's, a, it's, it's like not, it's not half so great. the crowd was not surprised. They're just like oh, they no, booed no. him, you know. Yeah, at least that's what I, I heard. That but was they, funny. And he's like, "I'm the best Guilty Gear player." I'm like, "Hold on, this is coming from an ex Smash player." Right, right. That's but where the ego keeps even. In. Even though, you know, like, the transition from his highly technical Zato into Happy Chaos, yeah. you can say that, you know, it was a tier whore kind of decision. And, you know, just being a strong fighting game player like he is, um, I feel like he manipulated the competitive scene of that game in particular in his favor. And it, it, it showed he won EVO. Like, yeah. I don't think, you know, the competitive uh, – realm of that game is is good i don't think it's in a good state right now so i think season three is going to shake it up just like dragon ball fighters season three is going to shake it up yeah they're about right? a lot yeah. of characters are adding new moves to i think six out of the 15 base roster first yeah and then they're adding a defensive and offensive like lines of using your bursts which is interesting actually i'm hype a lot Same. of people are talking shit about ram and i'm gonna outplay you gonna outplay the stun dipper bro Yes. Nah, bro, you ain't touching my cot, dog. I'm outplaying everybody. All I, all I see is like, yeah, Ram slowed down. She's going to be weak. I'm like, that means if you get hit, that is directly on you for not blocking. Take that accountability, bitch. For real. <laughs> all right. Oh, yeah, they did nerf Stump Dipper. I forgot about that. Are they? Oh, wait. Nah. <laughs> nah. They did. They did. <laughs> They did. I forgot about that. That's crazy. But All they, right, never they, mind. they gave him some faster moves. Let me hop on Gio. <laughs> oh, just like everybody else and the Brazilians. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, so we wanna all right, I wanna know what's your gaming pet peeves? What are some pet peeves? Some things that annoy you in gaming that was like, you know what? This annoys me in gaming, that annoys me in gaming. What are some of your pet peeves? It can either be Game related, FGC related, like something that just like gets on your nerve. Get, it gets my gears grinding, huh? Yeah. Um. Any anything outside of the player control, you know what I'm saying? Like, so we was just talking about Stride, but like you know, Hacker Man or whatever they call him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, DDoS in the the servers or whatever. Yeah. Um, that's outside the player control, and I, I don't I don't like those things. You know, um, I'm really big on you know having the player experience be. Uh, dictated by the player, right? So, you know, things, you know, like hacking and cheating and, and this, that, and the third, I don't like those things. They're not, they don't really, you know, do too much to me personally, but, you know, I don't like to see those. Um, in terms of, like, when I'm playing and, and I, got, I got an opponent, um, if you're doing some grimy shit, bro, 
Like, if you're over there in a the corner spamming fireballs and some shit, like, yo, like, <laughs> you know, fight me like a man, bro. Like, what, <laughs> where's, my, where's my honest fight, bro? Let's throw some hands, you know what I'm saying? Like, that, that shit, that I, shit. I, I feel like you're calling out Doll Sims now. Nah, 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 nah. I ain't, I ain't calling out no Dow Sims. But, you know, there, there are certain players like that, you know, um, you know, if I could relate it maybe in a competitive scene, you know, Sonic Fox and, and MK11, right? Like, you know, yeah. how he, or Injustice, I'm tripping. Um, how he just, like, stayed in the corner and just shot. And it's like, bro, like, you know, I get it, you got to win. Don't get yeah. me wrong, but that shit ain't cool. <laughs> that shit whack, bro. <laughs> Look at I, I feel you on that. Yeah. I feel you on that. And, and I understand why people don't like watching Happy Cats because they're like, bro, this shit's this shit, this yeah, it's, whack. It's not, yeah, it's, it's not it's, fun it's, to watch. It's not entertaining because it, all this motherfucker is doing is just shoot, 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 reload. It shoot, is shoot. dumb because his moves might be negative, but his bullets are always positive. Mm. So, like, that's how he buffers in, like, one little hit and you're dead. Or at least it costs you your life. 60%. And your career. <laughs> yeah. Um... And th so that's that's an FGC, um, definitely. RPGs, man. Uh, un like I was just thinking about this. It's funny, right? Just like I was driving here, and I was like, all right, cool. I got forty minutes. You know, let me think about some shit. Um, unskippable, like cutscenes and and text oh, yeah. and, and dialogue and shit. So like I'm playing an eighty-hour RPG. You ain't gotta prolong my shit, bro. Like. Yeah. If I'm trying to skip the scene, if I just died at this final boss, but then I, I got to watch a cut scene again to get to like, bro, let me skip the scene. You know, it's not it's not, you know, Final Fantasy 16 or FF7 remake like current uh, RPGs. They don't really have the issues. But when I'm going back and I'm playing, you know, Suikoden or, you know, some shit like that, like they got unskippable dialogue and cut scenes. And that's just annoying, bro. That's just annoying. You just like have to wait it out or yeah. just hold or press X multiple times just to get out of it. Like hurry up, hurry up, hurry yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel that because I'm because I ain't gonna I ain't gonna lie. I'm currently going through that with Final Fantasy 16, and I'm just like, if it's like related to like the progression of the story, cool. But if it's just like side shit, like bro, skip. skip. Yeah, get get through that, man. Get through that. I'm trying to I'm trying to get to the like, action. I don't care about reading in context. I'll do it after I'm trying to get 100% on something. I would right. for, for me, it's, it's more of like, I want important dialogue, but if this shit is not important to, this, you know, to the story or whatnot, it's just you know, casual, random talking, just like, bro, skip this shit. You know what's crazy, though? As a kid, I don't know, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe I just didn't want to read. <laughs> but <laughs> um, as a kid, like, I used to play all these RPGs, right? And I wouldn't read a single thing. Right, like I'm talking about the simplest of shit. Like I'm playing Pokemon Silver or some shit, right? And I'm, I'm not, I, I didn't read a thing, and I'm just trying to figure it out. I'm, so, you know, I'm going here and there, here and there, right? Um, yeah. So I, I would play all these significant RPGs, right? I play, you know, Dragon Quest Four, Final Fantasy Five, like these these eight bit retro pixel era uh, RPGs, and I didn't read a thing, bro. So I didn't get the story. I didn't get the character development. I was just oh, grinding. No. I was just killing mobs, bro. Like, that's, um, that, that's what I want to do in Final Fantasy yeah. 16. Like, it, 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 but it's fun to fight in Final Fantasy 16. That's the thing. Yes, <laughs> and, and the fight is like done quick. Yeah, and I'm just like, I want more of this shit. Mm. I, I, I want to fight more. I don't want to spend cutscene, cutscene, cutscene. Go here, go here, go here. You have a fight. It doesn't last long. And it is more cussing. I'm like, bro. Fit up. 
Yo, I got a question real quick. Yeah. Oh, right? One. RPG fans? Yes. I'm like a moderate, like a small one. Cool. Turn-based or action combat? I like turn-based. Bet. Go ahead. For me, it's for, for me, I would say it's a bit of both. And it, it really depends on the game. It's a bit of both. It depends on the game and it depends on um how the turn base is like is it you know easy to follow is it um you know real quick like quick to the point like it doesn't mm -hmm. drag out too long or whatnot so for me i i prefer both and but more so i would say i would prefer turn base a little bit more because it is a lot more simple action you know you can get into a fight do your combos or whatnot especially if you know how to be optimal with them but I think the drawback is, hey, we have more time to add a, you know, a cutscene, and that's mm -hmm. what I'm currently going through in Final Fantasy 16. I'm just like, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> dragging through it. What, yeah, what would bro. be your favorite example of like a turn-based system that you mesh with or like? Generically, enjoy? I will say any of the Final Fantasy series before seven. Okay. Because I played the OG one, one, two. I played seven. I played one on the DS, actually. Mm. Yeah. Then, uh, what else would I say if it's not a good turn-based? I know for a combative, I enjoyed Dark Cloud. Okay. Okay. I, I played. I'm currently cool. playing one through an emulator. I played two, and I never completed it when I was younger. Yeah. But it's a long game. But the long one turn-based game I want to play that is mostly controversial is called uh, Fear and Hunger. Fear and Hunger. I'm not familiar. So it's a new RPG that came out. Of couple years ago i think recently okay. where everything you do has a consequence and you have to eat or you will die or That's if dope. or if you get hit it will say hey your arms cut off it's just like mm. so many consequences it's like elden ring but turn-based with a lot of consequences and you'll most likely die within the first i like minutes. that that's going on the list for sure. Like, I think <laughs> I don't think there's a game that could be streamed. That's like mm. that was addressed earlier by somebody. Okay. Okay. So if I play it, I'll most likely cry. Okay. For me, I would say the games that do, for, for me, my games that I like that does the turn-based, I'm going to say Persona. Ooh. Persona 4, Persona 5, especially Persona 5. Streamline. Um, thinking of some older games that, I, bro, Dark, I Dark Cloud's one of them, I remember. Um, Final Fantasy Eight, <laughs> Final Fantasy Ten, Final Fantasy Thirteen. Um, man, my, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm currently thinking. Um, but I would say the ones that like got it like straight to the point. I would say like Personas, yes. Um, a game that's underrated, and I think underrated. But if you're a fan of the anime, then you know you would appreciate. Um, Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth. That's yeah, good. Ooh. Really, really good. Actually, played a little bit of that. Actually, yeah, yeah. yeah oh. I have like over a hundred, over a hundred hours on both of them. So oh shit, yeah. Like, right. Digi Di like Digimon, <laughs> like Digimon games, especially Digimon Story games. Uh, I I I buy all. My, uh, no, not Digimon Story games. Digimon World games. I buy all of them. Okay. Like I've played all of them. So dope. Like. Yeah, so that's what I'm like. Yeah, those turn bases it's like, you know, straight to the point. There are some cutscenes, there are some moments or whatnot, but it's like straight to the point, doesn't drag out. Those those RPGs I like. And yeah. Cool. 
bro. Cool. Sleeves mentioned Oregon Trail. Yeah. That game, <laughs> I played it. I played on an emulator. I could never beat it. It's yeah, pain. Like, if you just, like, go forward once, oh, yeah, your sister Maria has, like, death <laughs> going on in her life. And man's like, oh, yo, your horses are dying. Do something. There's just no winning. Yeah. Unless there's, like, a will and there's a way, and it's, like, an R. That's a pure RNG, depending on what actions you do. <laughs> Another platformer I would, like, RPG, I would check out is Blasphemous. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It looks for like sure. it looks like Elden Ring, or it looks like a more Dark Souls theme to yeah. it. Yeah, but it's like 2D. It's a it's a it's a Souls like Metrovania. That's yes, what they, that's what they classify it as. Right now, I think Dope. on Steam it's like eleven bucks, and then they have the yeah. second one that's coming out next week. It's called uh, it has a different name. It's not just called Blasphemous Two. Yeah, it's like you know, Blasphemous is uh blasphemy. Yeah, but uh, damn, no, that game's dope. I'm that looking at it dope. right now. The, the I think art it's just, style. I think it's very, just called Blasphemous Two. Really. It's very gritty, man. You you seen the game? Nah. This is the first dope. time I'm ever hearing about it. It's dope. Like, personally, you know, um, you you heard of Rivals of Aether? Yes. That, that yes. platform uh platform fighter. Um, I think you know they're making Rivals too right now. I think that would be a dope really? character to put in Rivals. It's like completely changed the whole aura. Um, but not. I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm on the opposite spectrum when it comes to that RPG. Uh element um, i like action i'm an action combat guy you know what i'm saying my favorite game at the current moment is near automata yes Ooh, it's not really waiting for somebody to you know it. not really an R rpg all through but it, through but, but, but it's, it's an incredible incredible yeah. incredible game yeah I, um i consider it as um action rpg for, for sure yeah for sure right um outside of that I think the Final Fantasy remake was a swan song to all RPGs, right? Mm -hmm. I think that was probably the best execution anybody could take one of the most influential games and, and recreate it to. Um, so I'm an act, like I enjoy, don't get me wrong, right? I enjoy turn-based games. Uh, Bravely Default and uh, Octopath Traveler in current times have, have, have been like really strong retro style turn-based games persona 5 that's goaded but personally man like when you really look at it action combat keeps you engaged like yes, nothing other i agree right so i would have to be action combat and my my you know my current favorite game is near but my historically favorite game is is, is chrono trigger and something interesting that Chrono Trigger did is that they had this battle system where you didn't just pick your action, right? Yeah. You had that meter that filled up. Oh, you have a resource to rely on. Not necessarily resource, right? It, it The meter fills in, and then you can pick your action. Oh. So if that meter fills in uh, quicker or faster than your, your opponent, you do your action before your opponent. I didn't know this, actually. So it's this is Super NES era. This is 87, right? Um, am I tripping? No, 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 no. no uh, damn, when, when did Super NES come out? Uh, I can look it up for you. 91? Ah, got my years on. Got my years in the mix. <laughs> but either way, right, as, as he uh, looks it up, Super NES era of RPGs had a battle style, like, you know, system mm -hmm. with 90, its restrictions. It, it came out in 91. Hey, 91. All right, I fixed it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, my bad. I said 87. Thinking about different years, but 91. I said that second. 
got to put some respect on Chrono Trigger, you know? Um, so yeah, ba battle, battle style, action style, combat, that's 100% for me, 100%. I think it keeps you engaged like nothing else, and I think those RPGs are real, like, yeah, the real ones that we should be looking out for. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I've been and I've been playing a lot more of those games because, as you said, it keeps you engaged. It keeps you into the game. You're able to follow it through, and then you are you're also able to pull out you know these cool sh you know cool shit in the game. Uh, two um, JRPGs, action RPGs that I recommend if you have a PS5 or an X series. One, Scarlet Nexus. Uh, Let's go. I know you mentioned it. Yeah, I remember yeah, that game. Very underrated, solid story. You, you're learning the story from two different perspectives. You have two very different play styles. I, I forgot his name, but Team Kirito. What, the, the, the dude? Yuito. Yeah, 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 yeah. 100%. Akane? Forget her. No, I ain't with, I ain't with it. But, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Scarlet Nexus is incredible. Yeah, Scarlet Nexus. Dope. Highly recommended. Very underrated. Great RP, um, JRPG. And the other one, Tales of Arise. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Granted, it, it, it's long, but there's a lot of action that you can do in the game. And then, of course, you can play as many different characters. And, right. bruh, mm -hmm. I'm fucking people up with combos and shit yep. in that game, bro. Yep, like, yep, yep. I, I love it. Like, Tales of Arise, it, it's good. So if you have a console, and I know, I think they're also on PC as well. Yeah. Highly recommend getting those two games. Yeah. Highly recommend. I played Scarlet Nexus on PC for sure. Yeah, but um, something I'll say for those, those two in particular, just because, you know, that um, I would highly agree on that recommendation, is that like all three of us, I'm making the assumption, yeah. and all of our viewers, um, we love anime. Yeah, that's a, and, good, that's a really good assumption. And <laughs> Tales of Arise and Scarlet Nexus has some of the best animations, right? Like... Their cutscenes look like you're watching an, an episode of a of an anime. Yeah. And then while you're doing the gameplay and cutting up the combos, it looks beautiful, right? So if you like anime at all, you know what I'm saying? If you watch some some you know like if you like anime at all, these are gonna be the premier games you want to play. I haven't met a gamer that does not like anime as uh, as often. I, I met a couple. It's rare. I met a couple. Yeah. But, yeah, you know. Them dudes are weird. Yes, they are. Yeah, <laughs> no, nah, anime's the move, man. Yeah. Anime's the move. Shit, what's the, what's the current anime y'all boys on right now? Bleach. Ah, uh, you know I didn't start that? The, the, the new one, right? Yeah. Damn, I didn't start that shit. I oh. took a small it, break. It, it, it's good. It's good? It's, it's, All right, it's cool. Really we got the recommendation. We got the recommendation. Yeah, I took a small break, but I finished Hunter x Hunter. Dope. Ah, uh, yeah, that's a good one to finish. Then I would generically say One Piece. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh. Herbs, I'm about to ban you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what is man uh, Bleach mid? Yo, Yo even the original Bleach wasn't mid, bro. What you saying? He's a I'm about piece. to ban this man. Oh, That's my God, Inspector. <laughs> Yo, they wilding, bro. What is, what is happening over here? Yo, Red, I'm about to ban y'all, bro. <laughs> Yo, kick him out real quick, bro. Oh, be nice. Be That's wild. <laughs> Put some respect on my dog, Ichigo, man. Come on. Oh, Chad was definitely a go-to character. I need to watch the Thousand-Year Blood War. I've been ducking it. Thousand-Year Blood War. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the last the arc. Because I've been reading the manga, and then I took a break after I caught up with part one of it. I don't know if I should read the manga first, then watch it. Watch it. Got it. Yeah, I'm because not. Because um, I know this is, this is off-gaming and whatnot, off-gaming topic, but I will say with the Thousand-Year Blood War, they are adding some things that were not in the manga, and it's done very well. And okay. the pacing is really, really good. Okay. I'll knock it out, man. 
I'm not a big manga guy. Yeah. Honestly, that's okay. Yeah. Bro, I'll, it's I'll, I'll watch me an anime, but I don't I was once a, I was once in between the two, and I w- went towards manga, like, maybe last year. Okay. Just so I can catch up on series that I haven't watched. Like, if you haven't seen Mashal yet. Mashal. It's Muscles and Magic. No. The, guy, the main character's name, Mash, he's basically, like, Saitama of Harry Potter world. Dope. The shit is <laughs> funny as fuck. I put on, like, a few people on island about it. I, okay. I read the manga, like, the first 148 chapters. I'm like, yeah, this shit's gonna get good animated. Sounds like a lot of chapters. I Not really. <laughs> you can knock them out like quick and painless. <laughs> Compar- comparatively to One Piece, I'm sure it's not a lot. Not, not <laughs> but, at no, all. but check me out though, bro. Um, the the manga situation for me, it goes deeper. You know what I'm saying? Cause like, and I know I know chat go go crazy. Um, oh dear. I watch anime dub exclusively. Exclusively. I mean... Like, I am not even going to touch your sub. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no. Yeah. So, peep game, right? If I'm not even watching the anime sub, <laughs> definitely not reading the manga. You oh, know what I'm saying? Oh, oh double no. Like, so, so uh, <laughs> you, you know, that's, that's, uh, that's where I'm at, uh, you know? Um, and, and don't get me wrong, like, I understand the criticisms when it yeah. comes to uh, dubs and how bad the voice acting is and how it removes you from the essence of a character. I heard it all. You feel me? Um, I heard it all, right? There's a few exceptions, too, but like dubs. Yeah. yeah, there's a couple good dubs. I'm not, there's some good voice actors that, that take pride in their work. But I exclusively watch anime and dub, bro. Like, that's, that is me right there. That's a new one. You know what? I'll respect it. For now, yeah. <laughs> I, I respect it. I respect my, it. Like, like I'm not so ca- hung up on you know dub and sub or whatnot. If people prefer either one or it's whatnot. as long as the voice is projected well. Yeah, like for me, it's like for for me to accept dub, like the moment has to be like captured like spot on, like because sometimes when it comes to like people who um does the English voice act, English voice acting for a character, and there's like a critical moment that happens and they don't miss it, it's just like. Mm. I hear you. Like good I references for Metal Alchemist, Cowboy Bebop. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, there's like few animes that I'll watch English dub because the voice acting is. Oh yeah, like, it, it's spot on. And you notice, bro? Like anytime somebody gives you a list of like goaded dubs, it's always them old joints. Yes. Right. It's yes. the classic joints, and you know why? Because more, you know, like uh, high chances you probably watch that show on TV. Yeah. Yeah, right. Like Dragon Ball Z is a good reference. They wasn't Dragon playing Ball. no subs on Toonami. Nah. You know what I'm saying? They never did. Anyway. You watch Dragon Ball, you watch Naruto, you watch Inuyasha, dub. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And and now that we have access to, you know, uh, Crunchyroll and Funimation and, oh, and, yeah. free, and free, uh, I ain't even going to name the free websites. You know, like, I'll now be that we, them. Same. <laughs> same. Now that we, we have we, access we to, here. you know, <laughs> to those things, it's like, all right, cool. Maybe I do prefer sub, but. And I'm watching Naruto. I'm listening to this female voice act. I'm vibing, bro. It's on TV. I'm eating cereal. All right? I you're doing, you're I doing your thing. I ain't mad at it, man. Yeah. So, man, I remember a video, bro. I don't even know if you remember this time, but my boy, uh, Racket Comedy, uh, he did a yeah, video. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, um, we used to work together, man. That's my man's. And, you know, he, he was contemplating, like, yo, how can I stir up? How can I stir up this uh, this anime convention I'm coming to, Otaku Fest, right? And I was like, 
just say some wild shit, bro. Go in the middle of a crowd, say some wild shit. Oh. And we started talking about ideas. And he was like, yeah, yeah. What did dub, he do? Dub is better than sub. Convince me <laughs> otherwise. Right? So scream that shit in the middle of, like, you know, a little gathering. And um, it worked. You know what I'm saying? You know, the, you know, the buddy, I don't even know his name, but, like, he puts on a hat. And he says some, like, outrageous shit. Like political, I ain't even gonna repeat none. Like he says some outrageous shit, and he sits at a table and he's like, "Convince me otherwise." You know what I'm saying? Why change do my I mind. Feel like I know about. Ch- change my mind. Yes, I changed yeah. my mind. Meme. So he did that shit with Dub is better than Sub. Changed my mind. Right, he had the hat on and shit, <laughs> and um, it was an incredible video. You know what I'm saying? Like Racket Comedy makes incredible videos. He does. And that's funny. honestly, I agree with that, bro. I think Dub is better than Sub. Changed my mind, man. Convince me otherwise. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, back, back to the game. Back to the game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and speaking of games, we are we're, – we're at the close of the remarks. Uh, yeah, because we're running out of time, and the arcade's got to open up pretty soon. So, um, to wrap this up, um, do you have, like, anything that you want to share with us, or, you know, before we wrap up? What do you do? What you got going on? So on and so forth. Like Absolutely. This sure. is your moment to shine. That's my moment. Yo, yo, yo. Um, so, no, nah, f- first of all, I want to say I'm eternally grateful and thankful for Island and, and, and Flynn's and Silverback for the support that they've showed me in my journey as a TO and as an FGC community member. And, you know, um, I'm really thankful for the position that I have to even come on a platform like this and speak my peace and speak my truth and really chop it up about old video games and, you know, dub is better than stuff. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really thankful and proud of myself as well for my progress that I've made in such a short time. You know, if nobody believes in you, you have to believe in yourself and I truly do. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm proud of myself for what I've been able to accomplish um, with the support of the people around me. Right, so first off, you know, great job to Silverback, great job to Waluigi, South Florida Gamers Podcast is a really incredible uh, platform so much. for you know, that. gamers to come together and talk, and um, it's, it's wonderful. Um, so I had, to, I had to get that out of the way, you no, know what I'm saying? Um, um, but, you know, uh, like I said at the beginning, you know, my name is DK, um, and that means a lot to me. You know, I'm not I'm not Donkey Kong. I'm not Drift King. You know what I'm saying? I'm none of those things. I'm DK, and that's, that means something to me. I'm Dreadnought, and that represents a lot. Um, if you ever catch me at an event or catch me at Siotaku or Major or something like that, maybe you can ask me that question. We won't really go into it, but uh, that means a lot to me, and I, I'm proud of that. I'm proud of the fact that I can stand for what I stand for and do what I love, which is play video games, explore technology, you know, explore my interests with the people that I find to be, you know, uh, very cool and who I revere. Um, so um, I run the DK's Battle Lounge. Uh, if you haven't heard about it, uh, we run tournaments in West Palm Beach and Lake Worth at Prodigy Games. Uh, I'm a TO. I'm passionate about the FGC and esports culture. So I host tournaments. Um, I also work with Flynn's uh, under Silverback Senpai, and I work at Gamers Heaven under Arrow Dusk. These are my mentors. These are the people I look up to. These are the people I learn all of my things from. 
Um, so major thanks to those people who have, you know, um, graciously passed on their nuggets of knowledge that they've gained over the couple of years that they've been doing it so that I can, you know, be even stronger in my journey. But, you know, I'm just excited for the future. I'm excited for more majors to happen. I'm excited for more things to happen in my journey. Um, and if you're excited, just like how I'm excited, you know, saying you should join us, you should join, you know, DK Battle Lounge, Island, Flynn's, um, your local, wherever you are, tune into the stream, just support and be a part of the community and inter interact with us, be our friends, be our homies. You know what I'm saying? That's all we, that's all we asking for. That's all I could, you know, really ask for as well. Oh, my heart. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. 100%. 100%. Thank you. All right, Waluigi, any closing remarks? Oh, DK, thank you so much for joining us. For sure. It's been an honor. Also, it's the fact that, like, once I saw you in February, once Anubis actually put me on, I'm yeah. like, yeah, I got to go. The it's, goat. <laughs> yeah, like, literally. If I did not find out about him, I wouldn't have known about DK until later. And mm -hmm. I definitely appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Then the fact you actually helped me build a PC. Yo, hey, shout out to Waluigi for trusting your boy. Oh, literally. You know what I'm saying? I did not question. Once I heard good things, I'm like, yeah, I'm doing it. That's what's up. Because like, now I'm able to stream, able to build a setup, able to play more games without any worry of this uh, lovely laptop I have. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And seeing you in Prodigy actually is like a lot of fun. You have the interaction. You have the people, the good vibes, the music, snacks. And I definitely see a lot more going on. Yes, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to it, even as a representative of Island. Appreciate that, man. Appreciate that. All right. And uh, as for me, my closing remarks, especially with, for you, um, you know, thank you so much for being our guest. And fun fact for those that are watching, I met DK at Otaku Fest this year. Yes, sir. And look where you're at now. Yes, sir. Lit. Wait. Really? Yeah. yeah not. Seven for, months ago? For real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I came to Silverback Wild, too, bro. I'm over here. I'm like, yo. Yo, what kind of mixer are you using? <laughs> He's like, bro, yo, who's this, who this random dude looking at my equipment like that? He's like, hey. Um, and then, you know, I got to interact with Silverback and tell him, you know, my ambitions. And, you know, he, yeah. you know. And it we, made sense. We got, to, we got to make that connection from there. But oh, it's been a awesome. very short time and, yeah. you know, um, a very dense time as well. Oh, yeah, very dense. Yeah. Because during that time at Otaku Fest, you know, I was running the event because that was like my main priority was making sure that, you know, everything was running nice and smooth. And then, of course, I was also planning Fighter Fest literally right after it. So I'm just, you know, getting everything organized and, you know, and, you know in order, making sure everything's okay. And then that's where, you know, I met Dreadnought and, you know, just, you know, told him, like, you know, this is how I run things and whatnot. But, of course, how I run things at a convention is completely different at what you'll do at a local because, you know, there are some things that you, you have to take into consideration. And for me, it's more so, you know, making sure people have a great experience, a good time. And you don't want to abuse that time. You don't want to make sure, like, you know, people are staying longer than they, than they should be. Like, you know, it, it should be, like, in, out, but they have a good time in the process of doing so. Yep. And when you were um, doing stuff up in um, West Palm, and I remember, you know, you know, you and I were, you know, talking about it, going back and forth. And I told him, like, you need to make West Palm yours because as I currently, you, yeah, you need to make West Palm yep. yours. Um, whoever you have in your circle trying to, you know, grow that West Palm scene, like, y'all need to make that yours because that is free, open 
area and granted i will say this you know as a to more locals is a good thing but it's also a bad thing because that also means less people are now going to go to locals and they're going to prioritize which ones that you're going to go to like yep. and when i say that i say it like people from west palm are rarely going to go to go to the locals down in miami Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Miami all the way up to West Palm, vice versa, because of right. that distance. So if you're in this area, if you're in this county, you need to make sure you grab as many people in that county as much as possible to come to your event. Because, one, that helps grow you. And, of course, that helps grow the South Florida FGC scene all in total. And it's not going to be easy. Yeah, no, it's it, not. It, 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 you're going to have to do what I call a lot of guerrilla tactics. That means you're going to have to start going out to places to find people within your area. Be like, where can I find gamers locally mm-hmm. to have them come out to my, um, to my venue for, for my events? Because, yeah, we have people in South Florida, but some of them are far away. So it's like Correct. they're not my target demographic. They aren't your locals. Yeah, you know what I'm they're they're not they're not they're not local to yeah. me. Granted, they'll come, but I'm not going to expect them to come all the time, yep. and that's completely fine because gas prices are a bitch these days. Yeah, that's crazy. So, yes, it is. So that being said, I need to attract the people that are within my area, who are maybe you know 20, 30 minutes away from the venue. So that way, hey, let me try to you know scoop them around, tell them about our events, and I even told you. Um, you know, hey, if you're able to do one at a convention or a gaming event yeah. up in West Palm, find out who the point of contact is, make that connection, and get something started. So that way, hey, I got my foot in the door, and I want to see where I can, I, you know, go with it next. I want to, you know, be able to prove myself. And, of course, um, and this is something I'm also going to say to anyone, um, whatever you do professionally, two things. One, be effective as fuck. Be effective as fuck doing it, especially solo. Be 100% effectively doing it solo because the people that know about my journey here at Flynn's, y'all know that I've done this shit by myself in the very beginning. Be effectively solo. That's one. And the second thing, be professionally aggressive. Professionally aggressive. aggressive. Yep. I like that. I like that. that. That's my advice. So Okay. With that being said, I'd like to thank everybody for watching and tuning into the podcast. Thank y'all so much. You already know where y'all find the audio versions of the of this podcast. Go tell to Spotify. Tell them anyway. Yeah, Spotify. Uh, don't go to SoundCloud. Um, <laughs> Spotify, Amazon Music, um, iHeartRadio, all those other places. Just don't go to SoundCloud, and you and you'll be all right, and you'll find us, South Florida Games Podcast. But other than that, hey, we out. We signing out. Y'all have yourselves a good one. Peace. Let's go West Palm.